Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Sorry. Wait, yeah, we didn't do. We didn't do a mic sucking contest. Who could be Ebony? No, I've already established that my mouth is too small. Who's a small? Because I have a pretty small mouth, too. Ow. It hurts. Yeah. How does she do that? She must have a yes. big-ass mouth. No. I mean, she no. is a porn star, so. No, no. okay, so. Um, you guys would love her. You need to do. Please do an episode with her. Calvin was saying if, the if like, a girl has really big lips, usually that means she's got, like, a big mouth and is, like, really good at giving head. That's what, like, he looks for. So. Mm, I don't have big lips. And neither do I. But I think I'm pretty good at giving head. You Okay, you know what HK told me? What? He said, he was like, oh my God, I looked over at Nikki when she had this dick in her mouth and she like t- took out like the dildo and there was like saliva and he- it turned him on, bitch. <gasps> you I like, turned on a gay man? You turned on a gay man. He was like, oh, like he liked, like yes. he thought it was like so hot. I was <gasps> like, that's the most, because honestly, like HK. That is a compliment. That is, that is like, such that is a compliment. That is. I think you won this round then. Yeah. Like you just. That is better than a straight man telling right. me they're attracted to me. Because <laughs> you know a gay man exactly. be getting a lot of head. If you turn a gay man on. Then right. Like, Fuck. like he was like, ooh, that was hot. Like he really like, he was like the saliva. I was like, oh my God. Oh, do you think he'd let me peg him? Ask. I will. Maybe. And I'm actually, I don't know, because he's so gay. <laughs> I also understand, like, you know, friends. Like. Right, right, right. I know he'll fuck anyone, like, honestly. <laughs> like, he's, he's like, very open, but, like, but I don't know if he'll, like, have sex with a girl. Like, I feel like that's... No, no, I don't no. Know I, w- I would just peg him. I wouldn't... He wouldn't have sex with me. Should I call him and ask to see? I would just peg him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's call <laughs> HK oh Brains. <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's <laughs> confirm. Oh, fucking bitch. Damn it. Okay. Well, we'll circle back. We'll circle, circle back. back. Yeah. Maybe he'll call back during Maybe the Maybe he'll call back and that'll be like, that'll be fun. Hey! I don't, don't want to have sex with him. I would just like. Oh, just peck him. Yeah, I, just peck yeah. Him. And like, he doesn't have to like look at you not that like obviously you're beautiful but i know that like a man makes him horny and not like a woman so maybe he could like maybe watch gay porn in, yeah 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 or like he could be sucking oh you know what he he's been spit roasted before so he would love it so he could be like <laughs> sucking you're already like planning this right <laughs> i'm Steph's always like i have it planned you just have to like be he there. could be sucking a man's dick yeah yeah and I then like you're it. pegging him from behind and he's in the middle oh, maybe, like, Calvin. Yeah. i think you honestly <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You think should get Calvin. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Sorry. Okay, no. <laughs> so we're just. We're I will just say. Like, I will say at the live show when I was telling my story about pegging one of my partners. At one point, I I looked over and he was like, "You're a good top," and I was like, "Yes." No, he's the so. Fact that he said that about me. Like he said that he loves that you care about like sexual health and everything like that. Thank so you. like, and I, I think he like goes thinking about it. I'm like, you kind of are like the cis female version 
of of Wait, HK. Am I cis? I'm bisexual. No, cis is like what it's cis is like gender, not sexuality. Oh, like, cis oh is my like bad. When okay. you're like, yeah, I'm really yeah. bad about that. I, it's, I, it's a new thing. Yeah. It's a new okay, thing. Okay, I am cis. I am cis. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm cis, cis bisexual. bisexual female. female. Cis female bisexual. I don't even fucking know. You guys know what the cis fuck we mean. Female. You cis were just female. You were just a girl version of HK. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what she was trying to say this whole time. <laughs> and it made it really complicated. Wait, should we do intro? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I got really excited because I wanted to like. <laughs> HK, wanted, do you want to fuck? I wanted to Are like you, get them. Do you want to pick by Nicole? I think I think if it's convincing, we could make this happen for you. Okay, anyways. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Vegan, your host of Vocal Therapy. And guess what? We got Cammy. I almost said Camilla. Cammy and Nikki double teamed pod. Your fave twins. Yes, your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. We better be your fucking favorite. Honestly, at this point, probably. I, I think we, so. we are really we do really well together. I agree. I agree. Like that's why we had the live chat. But like, exactly. even if a listener has twins in their family, we're still their favorite, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, at this point. Yeah, my ex boyfriend was a twin. Oh really? Yeah, he was a fraternal twin though. Okay, actually, I have a question. Since yeah. You dated one. Were you ever interested in the other twin? I never met the other one because he was in Alabama. Oh, never mind. Oh, okay. yeah. Wow. Just Alabama. But like looking at the photos, Alabama. my ex was cuter. I oh. thought. Yeah, so. Do you ever get it. messages or when you're talking to a guy and they're like, oh, you're the hotter one? <gasps> yeah, and that? I'm like, rude. Yeah, I've gotten those too. Have you got, I'm just like, you guys are so. Exactly. I'm identical. just like, why the fuck would I'm you like see that? I'm like, against and my like right. little soulmate is not the way to my heart, <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. No, that is the easiest way to get cut out of my fucking life. <laughs> I had a guy do that to me at the club and I never turned around so fast or I was like, I'm done here. Like, yeah, I, is, like that what, is that what men think, though? Is that, like, as women, that we want to be, like, better than other women to get their attention? Yes. Like, it's not a competition. Like, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, for every time a guy, like, pits the two of us against each other, I'm like, if you think that's it, dude, it's not. But that's the reason yeah. why a lot of girls are pinned against each other is because it's mostly, it's misogynistic mindsets. Yeah, trying and to, like, guys are like, like, oh, if I tell her. Imprinted in us, yeah, you know? Yeah, if I tell her she's better than this other girl, then, you know, or. Like, she feels chosen. Like, they probably wanted yeah. you to feel chosen, like. Special. Oh, you're, yeah, like which is just mononormativity that is not good for our society. But I digress. Yeah, as a non-monogamous, like, we're all great the way it. that we are, and no one's better than the other. It's just Mm-mm. we're all all individuals, even if you are a twin. There yeah. are some shitty people out there, but yeah, fuck for, those. But those. like <laughs> when it comes to looks, when it comes to looks, or when it, you know, like yeah, it, it's not a competition. Yeah, it's just honestly like I've. I've never really was like a competitive person. I feel like I only would get really competitive with another girl if like I felt they were competitive with me. Like I've had people be like, oh, you're going to be my competition at this place or whatever. And I'd be like, that doesn't even cross my mind. But now that you said it, it's crossed my mind and I'm feeling really uncomfortable. You know, like that like makes me mad. I've, I've, I mean, I, I used to compare myself to people a lot more especially women a lot more when I was in my younger 20s yeah for sure after after a certain time I finally like healed that and I was like you know what we're all in this together yeah I think I mostly maybe like compared when it was like dating somebody you know and like if they were dating someone else like that would uh, that comparison would happen which unfortunately it's because it's a man because of a man but I did have a toxic trait in college where if a girl was dating a guy that I thought was hot I would like try to 
I wouldn't want the guy to fuck me more. Oh. That was a very toxic trait. It's I had okay. But, toxic. and you know what? I still find myself having remnants of that every now and then. I'm like, no, Camilla. No. no. I, I was like, actually, I was the opposite. I was like, oh, if like, if there was a guy that a lot of girls liked, like I never, I was just like, I don't like that. See, so I like no, never. I don't want to be a fucking groupie. Right. No, I was me, like, I don't want to beg for you. What the fuck? For me, it stemmed out of I was very insecure. So yeah, that yeah. my Which, insecurity wanted validation from the form of like, oh, you mean I won that over? So it was like comparison. And, yeah. and I feel like at my end, it, I was, I didn't even try because I was insecure. Oh, I was the opposite. I tried even more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, I had the complete <laughs> different problem. <laughs> I was too confident sometimes. To the point where I'm like, I'm too good for this person. (laughs) No, I I love that. I've asked you this question before and you were like, let me get back to you on this. I was like, where? Oh, where my confidence came from? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a great thing. And I I truly admire it because I was such an insecure person for all of my younger years. And still to say, I still have insecurities. But it just sounds like every time you describe your, like, younger years, even in high school, like, you've always been so confident and like I could I could just tell like you're I feel like just even now like you're so confident that you I don't even hear you or even sense that you would even compare to anybody else like you're just in your own world which is amazing I'm just like but where like how did you get confident well see I was thinking about that when you guys were saying about like being competitive or not and like I actually used to be very competitive but what I was always like competing the most for was to do better than I was already doing for myself so you're competitive so, within yourself. Within yourself, I'm very yeah. competitive with myself. So I was always the that kind that I time. was like, I need to do better because I know I can do better. And so like, and then I would push myself to do better. And then like seeing that capability that I had for myself gave me confidence, I would say. Oh. If that makes sense. Like, I guess there were a lot of things in high school that like I always pushed myself to do. And when I really applied myself and I really pushed for something, majority of the time I accomplished it and I like and so like ac- and so that gave you yeah accomplishing those things like gave me the confidence did your parents ever like tell you like you're great and you could do anything because I feel like because everything stems from like parental you know like how we were I raised I would say my parents were exactly like that they were like, very my parents would tell me I was like stupid or whatever realistic <laughs> yeah they, but they were like were yeah. they not <laughs> Like they were, you know. How so? What do you mean realistic? <laughs> like, no, I don't think that's a thing. Your capabilities. I don't remember that. I think they were just like they were supportive. They were but supportive. Yeah. They were realistic. What I mean by that is that, like, I remember I was like, I want to be president someday, and my dad was like, You have to be a U.S. citizen or born, natural born U.S. citizen, <laughs> which is realistic, that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, You're right. I can't be president. Or like, but like they would celebrate our successes and our wins. However, like if there was something that I guess was like, you're right. if there was something that we were like really reaching for, that was like kind of like maybe out of reach. They when the Nikki con- wanted to be an NBA basketball coach. <laughs> coach. Yeah, I had a lot of weird dreams. Okay. Anyway, so wait, wait, a lot of wait, weird aspirations. Wait, did you play basketball? No. Nah. <laughs> Actually, we didn't. Um, we did play basketball in. Oh, like fifth grade. What made you want to be? Would you want to be an NBA coach? I wanted. I. I remember. I saw a movie. She wanted to be the first female. Was it double teamed? (laughs) (laughs) The movie. The movie. That would be so (laughs) circle. I don't think that was it. I don't think that was the one that I saw that (laughs) inspired (laughs) me. 
I don't think that was the one that inspired. Okay, okay. But there was a there was a movie there was a movie I'd seen and I was like, I want to do that. And then I just yeah. remember my Space parents, Jam. I don't know. No. Okay. But I just remember my parents were it like, double okay. teamed. Double teamed. That's what I'm saying. They were like supportive, but they were realistic. Like I, if there was something yeah. that was really far-reaching, they'd be like. Which is, Maybe I guess, a good I way. Yeah, which movie. is because you yeah. can't, like, I mean, well, delusional is good to a certain extent. You have to be like, well, I know, but there are some parents that will, like, support You can be delusional in your late 20s. Anything. You can't be delusional in your early 20s. You're going to yeah. waste a lot of time. I was extremely delusional. <laughs> I will say I will say this, though. <laughs> that was very extremely delusional. I was, too. Cheers. <laughs> yes. I will say this, though. I, but we're okay. No. I fly airplanes, right? Like, I got my pilot's license. Yeah, and, like, I mean, that's and, fucking. And I think that's, like, a very proud accomplishment. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm not current right now, and I haven't flown since I sold my plane because of trauma Aww. but anyways that's beside the point but what i'm saying was is like my mother talk to your therapist about that what i'm saying yeah what i'm saying was like my my mother i remember one time she was like i really think being a pilot is a man's job <gasps> she was like i wouldn't fly with you and i was like okay that's okay mom that's that your personal very, opinion right but like you know that's you know she's proud of me for all the things that i've done and like when i told her obviously she was very like congratulatory but like she you know wouldn't get in an airplane with me and i'm like that's fine yeah. that's her personal decision oh well my, I remember, like, because I love to sing. That was, like, my first love. Oh, really? And I remember it was, like, back in the day when American Idol, Kelly Clarkson, like, won American Idol. Yeah. And I, like, asked my dad. I was, like, do you think I could win American <laughs> Idol someday? And he's, like, ah, uh, I don't, I don't think so. Because <laughs> he didn't think I was that good. <laughs> yeah, well. I feel sorry for my parents because my <laughs> my teen angst. I would like put headphones on and like some really sad song Aww. and like go in my room and scream <laughs> scream it at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and my parents would be like, "Just come eat dinner," <laughs> and I'd be like, "I can feel you." <laughs> I don't know why this reminds me of what I was reading. Holding on to what I'm feeling. Oh my god. That is so funny. Oh my god. No, I was in an Uber in Germany once and I was like singing haphazardly and the Uber driver turned the volume up. That's the worst. That's the bad. worst thing. It really is. I was first singing the person, or they just changed the song. <laughs> You're like, fuck. <laughs> like that's so rude. Oh, been there, done that for sure. Okay. Oh my god. Bring it back. Bring it back. But Questions? yeah. But I mean, I mean, now my dad actually loves when I sing. Aww. Like he like he will like request like Maybe one time. He oh. sent me, um, he was like, can you sing this song for me? It was Home by Michael Buble. <laughs> it's a great song. It is, but I don't think it's in my range. But maybe maybe <laughs> he got to a point where he realized, you know, like, life is short. Yeah. I let her sing. Forever. <laughs> let her sing. Yeah. <laughs> let me enjoy my daughter's <laughs> voice. Probably, probably. But to be fair, at that age when I did, like, ask him mm. that, like, I, you know, I was still really young. So, like, Aww. I wasn't necessarily good i got better with time you know and like taking did classes you drop a and stuff i did <laughs> remember i told you ramen you're like what is it i like changed the subject i was like <laughs> stephanie's like we're avoiding this <laughs> we're not talking about it it was like back in like 2015 
Um, I was dating this guy who like produces music, uh, and oh, he actually he produces. Him. He produced my theme song. Yeah, yeah. And um, but like our plan was to like make a little like. Broco yeah and this was before broco therapy so i was just really like just needed an outlet to yeah. like talk Aww. about like my my like experiences and at that time like before him like i was really upset about this guy that like i was like hooking up with a lot and of course i just get attached to everyone but i found out he like was like still seeing his like girlfriend ex-girlfriend i don't know what the situation was but he was definitely cheating on her with me mm. and so i like wrote a song about it and it was called i didn't know oh no i won't say it. would you ever let <laughs> drop that verse though do you I want to hear it okay, I'll, I'll, okay it's the quality i feel like is not that great oh harrison just texted me hey almost off work what's up call me when, when you're sober you're off <laughs> um let me i actually got a little lady from this one dream i know i let me see if thanks peak agua Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all this stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> 
So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Um, it like, honestly, I wrote this song and it, it really just sounds like I'm doing an episode. <laughs> like if you think the way that I song write was just telling a story. It was like very like nothing was like deeper than what, what I was saying because it was pretty like straight up. Um, and the quality is not the best, but I thought he produced it. Yeah, but I don't. It's kind of a long story. I feel like we rushed it. Mm. That's why, um, because he was like converting to like the nation of Islam and was like quitting music. So oh. like he kind of just yeah, it was a whole thing. And so, wow. Do you want to? So hear religion it? made him stop being a producer. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Let's go inside. I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? I know. Is that you? No. This is me. It doesn't sound like you. It doesn't sound like it's me. Okay, that sounds like you. Chorus is a little better. Girl, this is good. <laughs> I get like, like cringe it. about it. Wow. There you go. I'm impressed. My music career. I'm impressed. Okay. Should we that answer? I'm really slapped. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, honestly. Thank you. I get slapped. so embarrassed about it. Bro, I'm like, I oh my God. I, I'm not going to lie. Really? I was really nervous at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what this is going to sound like. What if oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. If it sucks, what do I do? Because you're going to be able to see it on my face. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know what, girl? It was good. Okay, thank you. And you know I can't lie to you. <laughs> you know your face would say it. Yeah. I mean, like, oh my god, am I one of those guys you go on a date with and they show you their music? Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I had one of those guys once. I've I had fucking a hated good that amount guy. Of, I, oh I can't god. believe I ever had sex with him. I'm so disappointed. Oh my in myself. god, she's trauma. <laughs> so there was this guy. I don't know if I told the story on the pod before. Now I cannot remember. Anyways, met him on Bumble. Um, he was really hot. So like we were like snapping back and forth for a little while. Then That's we warm. like. 
I went to his place yeah. and eat. We were like hooking up, whatever. I don't know what his issue was, but he had like a hard time staying hard. I think he got too in his head. Anyways, and at the end of it, he's like, "You listen to my music." I'm like, <gasps> "What am I? Why did I do this?" Anyway, so I listened to it. Whatever, it was fine. The song is basically about how like he thinks he's really fucked up. So I'm like, "You need therapy." Oh my god! I didn't tell him that. Here's my recommendation. What kind of music? Um, pop. Not, eh, not rapping, but like I don't know how to describe it. Hard to say. R and B. No, he's singing. So yeah, singing. I don't know. Jazz. Really hard. To, not jazz. Really hard to say. But anyways, but then I went over another time, and um, we were like, you did it again. We were no, 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 no. Oops, I did it again. again. I played with your heart. Got, got lost in the game. Okay, okay. Oh, oh baby, baby, baby. Oops, you oops, you got me love. It sounds like the oops, Daisy. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyways, what were you saying? So I went over to his house and <laughs> we were like IV. <laughs> We were like trying to have sex, but I was like not ready. And so I was like asking him if he would be like willing to um to like foreplay? Yeah, foreplay a little bit more basically. Mm. And the way he said no, he acted like disgusted that I would like ask him to like do anything to my pussy to help me prepare. And so after that, I was literally, I wait. literally, yeah, like wait, the wait, way he, he said no, and like I understand, like if wait, what were his words? No, but like the way he said it, he acted as if he was like disgusted that I. Oh, asked. is it like a no? Yeah, I was no. like, like to do like oral. Absolutely, no, no, no. I was like not. asking him if he would like finger me and like play with oh. me. Yeah, and I was like, and so the way he said it, I was like. Immediately, I was like, "What? This was a big ass mistake. I cannot believe I slept with." Yeah, this dude. he was probably misogynistic because he was like, "How dare you ask yeah. me straight up what you want?" Yeah, exactly. So, so I literally, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. I got up and left, blocked him on everything. Have never spoken. Right. Yeah, so that was conclusion. a big, That's that was, a power move. Right? It's a, a red flag if they share their music with you like that. <laughs> so, oh my god. I'll keep that in mind for the next time. But that was a lesson in being far more intentional with who I have sex with granted like we use condoms and everything like I got tested after like it's fine like you know he never you know I always say like when they use condoms like you know they're not in you yeah they're it's in just the like condom was in you yeah, they exactly. were just yeah in the condom. <laughs> but anyways <laughs> so sex <laughs> safe sex 101 <laughs> Anyways, I was just really, I was really upset at myself. I was really upset at myself for having sex with him. So that's how I was trying to justify to myself that I'd be okay. <laughs> We're having a good time over here. Oh, what did I say? You're just like, yeah. Like, you're looking so light because he's not in you. He's inside in the, the condom. He's in you and he's in the condom. <laughs> yeah. Condom is the vessel oh with which. Oh, well, if you funny. think about it, it's like you know, if you had like a circle, and you know, your trash. Can, this is a great analogy. Your trash can, you know, you put a trash bag in, so your trash is never in the trash can. It's in the trash bag. So how is it ever in the trash? I've actually only ever had sex with like 50 people. <laughs> it's still a lot of people. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, but my trash can analogy is on point. I mean, it's like you're saying our pussy's trash. 
that now. Okay, we're over this conversation. My pussy's not trash. My pussy's not trash. It's a recycler. A recycle bin. It's a recycling bin. It's a recycling bin. It's eco friendly. It's eco friendly. No parabens. Yes. And only you can only put select things in it, not everything. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. That's gonna make a great <laughs> It is a great analogy though. So thank you for that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh guys. my god. This one says my life is just ugh. So we're gonna read it. <coughs> Ireland. Oh <gasps> should we go to Ireland? <gasps> oh yeah. Yes. Do you wanna stay or Ireland? Ireland we'll all be know. booked. Oh, and I love that she gave us her chart. Okay, cool. Let's read. So, wow. can I request really with too. the twins, please? Hey, so I'm 24 from Ireland. I am such a sexual person, but the guys from Ireland are just not really adventurous. I have a SD, but SD. just for f- I have a sex SD, but just for fun. What's well, an SD? Maybe like a sex drive? No. No. Um. Maybe, maybe it's like a long dis. <laughs> maybe it's like a long distance thing. Like a sexual partner, okay. Oh, sexual, I have a SD, but just for fun. Ireland is closed off on sex. It's such a backwards place here. Hearing you guys talk about experiences is so liberating for me, and I'm so happy to be listening. I've had some weird sexual experiences, and I thought I was bisexual. Where am I? But I had a a threesome with my ex and one of my friends, and and it was not a good vibe from it. We broke up after because he was messaging her and wanted to be in an open relationship. I feel like I could still be, I could be still by, I could still be by, but I don't feel comfortable exploring it in Ireland. Recently, I bought, I bought a guy back. What? I bought a brought guy. Brought a guy back. I brought a guy back and I snapped his banjo, giving him a blowjob. What is what? Snapchat? Was Snapchat his banjo, giving him a blowjob, blood everywhere. <gasps> Oh, Wait. she broke his dick during a blowjob. Okay, let me finish. I've never done that. I really want to step into my sexuality, but so closed off here and not confident enough to find it. I have no problem going out and sleeping with a guy, but only for validation, which is fine. We've learned that that's okay. It happens. Yeah. I know this is a long rant. It's not. I've read chunky Way longer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know this is a long rant, but I just need help finding myself and becoming a stronger, confident woman. Thanks, guys. Love you all. And she is a, a Scorpio first. Okay, this is a lot of. Yeah, let me look at it. Okay, so she snapped she's, his banjo. What I know. The fuck Wait, is snapped that? his banjo. Meaning snapped his banjo. She I'm gonna look that up on Urban Dictionary. Urban. Okay, so she is a Scorpio rising, Scorpio sun, and Ooh. a Gemini moon. She's definitely sexual. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very Urban sexual. dictionary. And she wants to get deep. Okay. okay Scorpios, she likes they, to get Scorpios deep. like to get deep. Okay. Pit sex. So a few things <laughs> to our lovely person right Hold on. What is snapped his banjo? Where the skin between his bell end and foreskin is ripped <gasps> while having sex. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. I need a picture. Where the skin between his bell end and the foreskin. And the foreskin is ripped away. 
So the bell end is the, the head the of head. the dick. <gasps> so this, where oh, the foreskin is, it snapped. Oh, blood everywhere. Oh. oh, shit. So she bit the tip off. Ew, not quite like that, but it sounds like. It sounds oh, is SD sugar daddy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a sugar daddy, dumb. but just for fun. Wow. Okay, I looked dumb. that up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Well, no, my mind was going like sex. Like, right, Diego. I was thinking like I, I have Diego. a. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah. I was okay. like, what do you mean San Diego? <laughs> okay, I think I, I'm, I'm catching a few things here that I feel like she's kind of traumatizing herself a little bit. So yeah. I, I need to give her some advice on how to like really hone in. Okay, so she's had some weird sexual experiences. Yes. She thought she was bisexual, but then had a threesome with an ex and one of her friends, and it was not a good vibe from it. Okay. I don't think that means that you're not bisexual, uh, I don't, but I also don't think that means that you are bisexual. It sounds like you had a threesome, and there was just not good energy, right? So then it caused you guys to break up. He was still messaging her. He wanted to be in an open relationship, and you were not into it. Like, I, I think that's all of that is very separate from your sexuality. So maybe take some time to, like, explore your sexuality, but on your own. So, like, see if you like being in the presence of a woman sexually without a man. I think that's kind yeah. of, like, because uh, at least for me, like, that's being bisexual. But it's kind of hard because she says in Ireland they're not really, like, open there. So. Yeah. But there's bisexual people. Yeah, but they, they could be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then um, the other one. Find, find your people. I feel like I can still be white. Okay, she doesn't. I'm so horny. Okay, recently I brought a guy back. Don't bring it up. I can't do anything about my horniness tonight. I can't either. My boyfriend's in the bay. Okay, so none of my dudes are available. You had a traumatic experience where you caused blood to happen, things like that. Should Um, be my vibrator next time. I'm very sorry to hear that. It happens. Okay, we we've all had some traumatizing sexual experiences. Um, I don't know what you were doing or what was happening, but. Afterglow has, don't they have a tutorial videos on like how to give a hand job, how to give a blow job, like mm-hmm. all these things. If there's something in your technique that you're worried about that maybe causes, maybe it was an accident, maybe it was an accident, but if there was something in your technique or the way that you were doing it that maybe you want to like brush up on, because how old is she? It doesn't say. She's 24, still oh. pretty young, and she maybe she's pretty early on in her sexual experience, which I get it. We all like, fucked how up. Do you d- we all fucked maybe up. Maybe they were just going really hard at it, or she accidentally used teeth. Or too oh, much yeah, friction, silly. or maybe his may- dick was so fucking big. Like sometimes that happens too. Yeah, that it's happens like too. Maybe it's so hard to like. Yeah, use code double twenty at good clean look. Yeah, but Afterglow also has some tutorial videos, so check those out. Um, and then let me see, confident. Okay, I really want to step into my sexuality, but so closed off. You're not confident enough to find it. I have no problem going out and sleeping with a guy, but only for validation. Okay. Maybe we need to dive into some other reasons why maybe we want to have sex. Like, if validation is the only reason that you want to have sex, then that's going to create a very strained relationship between you and sex and your sexuality. Because then sex is only ever going to be positive and good when you feel like you get that validation. And if you don't, then it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's, <clears throat> in my opinion, fun. a really unhealthy mindset because you're setting, up, setting yourself up for failure. You're yeah. putting you're putting your the way that you feel about yourself in someone else's hands. On top of that, you're attaching it to your sex and your sexuality, and so then you're giving that person all the power to like just absolutely shatter you if you don't take the time to you know find other reasons to have sex for pleasure for connection you know. But what I'm reading here, or what I think you need to slow down a little bit with sex. And instead of trying to force the things that you want to explore, 
even though like it sucks because I know like we all want to you know we we discover that we want to try new things and like we really want to get into it but it's hard to find you know people that are willing to do it you know you're saying in Ireland there are not a, pe- a lot of people out there like all of that I get that so it's like if you force it then you're gonna constantly kind of like find yourself in those weird sexual situations I feel like mm. so maybe instead of forcing it focus a little bit more on you know introspection with yourself figuring out more of like your own self your body like self-pleasure self-love all of that and then when it comes to partnered sex maybe take a little bit more time with the people that you're doing it with to like really kind of like build a foundation before you start exploring and you know make sure that you're going out about it in like a good safe way um and then last but not least I know, you know, maybe you've lived in Ireland your whole life. I really don't know. You're from there, whatever. You've got family. But you're not a tree. Move. Ooh. Ooh. That was actually deep. Well, I, I like mean, that. the you're way that I tree, look move. at it, the way that I, and I guess my experience there is when I lived in Oklahoma and when I lived in Kansas, you know, like, I had such a limited view because the people there had such a limited view on sex. I agree. And yeah. I remember there were so many times where I'm like, I'm like, this just doesn't, like, I didn't feel comfortable there. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I don't feel like myself. Like, da da da, da. And then I got to L.A. and suddenly people around me were like, you know, doing the things that I wanted to do. And I'm like, yes. Mm. So, like, I, my sexual liberation in part came from moving myself out of an environment where I didn't feel comfortable exploring my sexuality. If you don't feel comfortable exploring your sexuality in Ireland, get out of Ireland. Right. No, I agree, because environment is everything. And I think, like, that's the reason why, yeah, she, like, carries shame is because, I mean, she knows it. It's because where she's from. Like, Mm -hmm. that is, like, plays such a huge part. But if you're around people you know, like, uh, who also have that liberation and don't judge you, like, then you're able to, like... Feel more comfortable. Feel, feel more, more comfortable, yeah. yeah. I mean, you and that's why live we, your best life. Right, and that's why we do what we do, right? It's because, like, it feels good that they, they could tune in and, like, okay, I feel really comfortable. Like, and now implement that into people, like, you know, if you make new friends, like, that's something to, like, to kind of notice and take note of. It's, like, I need someone that I could be, like, I could have these conversations with mm-hmm. because, like you know, she's very sexual and there's a lot of like curiosity and like, so your environment and your surrounding is, is really important. So I like that you said that. Yeah. Like go to Spain, people there. Love to um, And I mean, like, I understand like it, that, that may sound like, you know, oh, well you can't just tell someone to move. Like it's so hard to like move, especially right. countries. And I understand but that. You can always but, like, find your people within. Yeah. But I mean, like I've moved, I, you know, I used to live in Argentina then I lived in Texas, then I lived in Oklahoma, then I lived in Kansas, then I lived in in Whoa. um in uh california and just also lived in oklahoma oh really yeah. oh, nice. but like three of those actually all of those moves were never like ones that i made because i was like so like or i guess i should say this none of those moves were ever guaranteed that i would like end up in like a like the the correct place the the sa- the best place whatever but it always worked out so like you know even though like, when I was young, when I moved to Arge- from Argentina to Texas, like, my mom did that. But, like, it worked out great. Like, it gave us a great foundation, all of that. When I moved to Oklahoma, like, I got my career there, or I got my degree there, and I met my ex-husband there, who I was with for 10 years, you know. And then when I moved to Kansas, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do in Kansas, or I didn't know what was going to happen, but I ended up landing a great job, you know, that has given me a lot of financial freedom. And then when I moved to California, it was for a job that was, like, majority commission-based, 
the the salary that I moved here with was not enough to support me in California where the like the oh, you know, cost so of living is so high. Yeah. yeah. But I, I managed like I tripled my income based on my performance. So like right. all of those moves came with risk, but I took those risks and they ended up working out for me. And yeah. so it's like I, I understand that like the advice to like move out to out of yourself out of an environment is very, very risky. But if you feel like you're doing it, you know, for reasons that are very valid and important to you and you trust that you'll figure out a, a way to make it work, you can and you will. Yeah. I think anything you want in life is always going to be scary. Yeah. Like yeah. everything, you know, so um, just even going to school and like studying a certain subject, like it, that's scary because you're like, I don't want to fail, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, so moving to a new city is always like, for instance, like when I, I mean, granted, uh, yeah, I'm born and raised in LA, but I lived like you know, in Santa Clarita, which is further from the city. And I wanted to be more in the city and like, I couldn't afford it, but I just like found a random guy on Craigslist and lived in his basement, you know? And, mm-hmm. and like, just, but I like needed to, you know, get out and live somewhere that was not at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you just take these risks. I mean, don't, I don't recommend just finding someone on Craigslist and living yeah. in their basement. Thankfully it was like a good, like safe situation, but yeah, like there's always, but like, I don't live there now. Like I'm like, obviously I've grown from that. I made broco therapy in that. So it's just like, you got to start somewhere. I yeah. don't know. But I mean, that's not even the device that she needs said she needed, yeah. but you know, but take the risk. Like I, I, no, this sounds like someone that like, it really wants to break out and really wants to like find themselves. But like it really, the, based on everything that I've read there, like the environment is not conducive to that. So like I change it. Yeah. So. Is this the next one we're reading? Yeah. Holy shit, it's long. Okay, all right. Hey, read it. I want to read it. The next one is subject, what do you think? Hey, Stephanie, I love you in the pod. Keep it up. You are literally great. But anyway, I don't necessarily know why I'm telling you this. Maybe I need to tell someone and let it out or pretty much want to know what you think. And if I'm a bad person because I haven't told anyone. <clears throat> oh Jesus. So this is a long story. So me and now and my now fiance have been together for five years. He's 25. I'm 24. This story happens while I was 22 and he was 23. So not long ago, LOL. But to begin the story, my fiance loves playing video games so much that he joins a gaming community where about a hundred or so people play games and talk. And he was so excited to be asked to join. So I was happy for him to have people to play with and stuff. So a couple months ago, by since he joined, by now he's joined, and I start to notice him being very secretive with his phone and tilting it so I don't see, I don't see, you know, things like that, but I never go through his phone because we never had that type of relationship and I always trusted him. Mm. So we go on a family trip with his family to the Grand Canyon and right when we get to the hotel, the whole fam shared one room. Interesting. What? We start getting everything settled. Once I'm done putting stuff away, I see, girl, please use um, periods next time. (laughs) Punctuation. Uh, Punctuation. (laughs) So I'm putting stuff away. I see him laying on the bed on his phone. So I go lay down with him wanting to put my body under his arm while he's holding his phone. But he stops me, won't let me lay with him to and to... And to me, that's him hiding some. He shouldn't. He's hiding something he shouldn't be doing. So that he night, was putting, he was holding his phone. And yeah. His so phone. I guess he was holding his phone, phone and she like went and to he, go. And he like got yeah, out. He was okay. Like, no. oh. Um. So that night, when everyone falls asleep, I go on his phone, and I find a little convo on Snap. But it wasn't really anything for me to accuse him of. But it's a girl I don't know. So in the morning, I send him a text while he's in the shower, letting him know what I saw. And he got so mad and said, why would you go through my phone? Like everyone said, (gasps) 
Harrison just called me. So pause on the story. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're we're on air right now. Oh shit. I'm with okay. the twins. <laughs> and Hi, Boo. Hello. And we had a question for you. Ambush. Do you want to ask or should I? <laughs> Ambush. <laughs> Sorry. Nikki. Okay, so I was telling um, Nikki about how you liked when she you saw her, like, during the dick sucking challenge that she had saliva come out of her mouth. And you're like, that was really hot. Wait, but I want to clarify. I want, I'm asking this out of, like, educational purposes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you let me peg you? It's okay if you say no. She well. wants to peg you, but it's okay to say no. You could or think about it. And we'll I, Okay, so if I'm being a thousand percent honest, I know he's so gay. No, he's a gay. But he's it's gay. not because like no, I don't think she's like not beautiful or anything like no, that. No, no, I'm not that's not why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking because I want to know how how I'm doing and if I'm good. Oh right. You just <laughs> no, she just wants to know like if how she's doing like just for like just to see if she like does it. But like she you, she wants to practice. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I'm like, I wonder if you would It was, yeah. We just we just wanted to be weird. I totally get it. I have a gay best friend and I asked him if he would let me peg him. Peg Danny. Danny would t- definitely let you peg him. Danny? Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Danny would definitely let you peg him. Okay. No, Danny was down. He was down at the show. I remember that. She was like, okay. okay. I guess, like, I just want to make sure I'm doing a good job at it, you know? So, like, yeah. Uh, uh, but I want someone that, like, knows what it's like to take dick in their ass. So right. Like, and to, like, give feedback. Uh, yeah. <gasps> and give and you direction. Oh, my God. Yes. I'd be open to that. I really and then do an episode about it on Double Team. What I really want to do is just I want to make sure that like I'm doing a good job at it. So yeah. No, he would definitely like. Yeah. Sorry, I'm speaking on behalf of you. Yeah, it's. it's also, I can imagine like it's a different type of control, just the way that you're like wearing it, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you just have to pay attention to his his body because I'm pretty sure he's gonna tell you how it is because mm-hmm. any guy that takes dick is is definitely gonna alert. <laughs> the person that's well, it was his first know. time too, so he was like, yeah, "So I feel like we both like didn't know what was going on." And I'm like, "I need someone experienced." Oh, it's like when you lose your virginity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, to be but honest, I understand like, that's incredibly vulnerable, and I, I was mainly jokingly asking, <laughs> like, I didn't expect this to be like a serious conversation. <laughs> but just send your. Considering. I know you did. <laughs> Anyways, send your tips. Okay, thank you. Love you. Wait, can I just pitch something? Yeah, send all H- the tips. HK, can I just pitch something? And and I don't mean to okay, be like yeah. forceful. Obviously, all this could be consensual, and it's your choice, and I won't be there. <laughs> but like, I was thinking, like, you know, what if like you get spit roasted, right? Oh my so, god, no. <laughs> so she's. Let's just envision no, for a second. Like, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so like, so like, so let's just envision it. So like, so you mean me last weekend? Ah, we what? Oh, oh yes! You, oh, did you get spit roasted again? <laughs> continue, continue. I know you like to get spit roasted. You like to be the lechon. <laughs> no, but like she, you know, so you're because I know that you're attracted to to men. So like you could be facing a man sucking his dick, and she could be pegging you from behind. You don't have to have to realize she's there, and she's a woman. Just take the, just take the, just take the the strap. As if I wouldn't know. <laughs> You no, know, no. This is far too. I know. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's okay. I know this. I know. I feel like you guys are both getting awkward. Hilarious. 
I just, like, I just, one can dream. What you don't see. <laughs> I was just pitching, you know, planting the oh seed. Oh my gosh. But if no, I, I could tell maybe, that no one's yeah, down. Maybe if I was like drunk and rolling, I'd probably be like, <gasps> Fuck, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Or just give her tips. Just like she'll do I it to her. She, I just want yeah, someone. She does it to oh, somebody no, else sure. and I'll you could be like. Be there. I feel like Man, I got what a lot if of- what if you spoke spit roast a man? So you're pegging a man and he's sucking HK's. T- <laughs> None of my partners of you like my my it's harder my- to find. Okay, okay. Like- <laughs> I feel like that would that would be a real good competition. But I feel like the anal course that I took was all about like the technical side of it. So now like I really need to get more into like the technique yeah. side of it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. So it's like a man. Yeah, you definitely need to like research like male anatomy because the prostate is not that far from the entryway so you don't have to go deep it's more about the angle and the motion and the frequency at which you're you're, okay so see this uh, is what i need to learn you should have him on the show and he can just teach you how to fuck the butt But see, no, like I, I feel like I need to like practice more and i and i want to like understand it more so that i do a good job with peg danny peg danny okay okay all right sorry But Danny and I are, like, business partners. I wanted to be someone that was, like, removed enough, but, like, would be vulnerable enough. Okay, okay, never mind. We'll we'll find people. We'll find someone. Okay, love you. Sorry. He's fine. Love you. He's used to it. Sorry, no, I love it. I love you. Yeah, I was like, he loves it. What do you mean? (laughs) Do you see him on stage? (laughs) I just feel bad. It doesn't make him awkward. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Other capacity. Yeah. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. He's awesome. No, he's okay. fine. He could act like he's awkward, but he likes that shit. No, but seriously, though, that's one thing that I was thinking about recently is that, like, I want go to get good at the technique No, that, that's it. true, though, yeah. because, like, it's not like fucking a vagina. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've picked women different. before, but it's yeah. very, or, well, I guess strapped, whatever the fuck, in their vaginas. But it's very different because, like, I know the vagina. Right. And, like, it's just, we like. We don't know it, a man's And it's prostate. a little bit different. Yeah, like, whereas, like, even though, like, I know my own asshole, it's. But a man know has a prostate. And the prostate is very different. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, I, I need to practice more is what I'm thinking. All right. So okay. let's get back this. to the story. Okay, okay. So basically, let's recap. The what girl, gay sex the girl and the guy are a year apart. They go on a family trip where they're all staying in one room, AKF. Um, and he sees a little Snapchat combo on his phone. So anyways, they so go she to the confronts him about it. He got mad. Yeah, so he goes through his phone. She sends him a text. She goes through his phone. Yeah, she goes through his phone. She sends him a text saying that she went through his phone, and he got so mad and said, why are you going through my phone? Like everyone says, LOL, interesting. But as we get back from going to the Grand Canyon, I start having him explain why he was talking to her. And him saying, and I let it go. He didn't say why. Okay, him saying why, and I let it go because I didn't want anything to escalate while we were while we share a room with his family. Probably giving a stupid excuse like, but she's as just my we friend. as we get home, he takes a nap, and I go on his phone again, trying to actually find something because if there isn't, if there ain't anything to hide, why hide? Long story short, I find the message, and he pretty much is talking to her. You tip your typical flirting, and then he starts to try and make up a date to see her at the beach, telling her they can take pics on his snap, and all the girls on his snap will be jealous. What? I'm literally the only girl he has on there, and why I'm hurt. And yeah, I'm hurt because like he's telling her all this stuff, and out of three year and 
an out, oh, sorry, an hour three-year anniversary was just a couple days ago, and he was even telling her stuff about our anniversary, which really sucks, and I was really hurt, but I let my feelings take hold, and I start talking to someone that I've known before we even got together, and I end up sleeping with him just so I can feel better about myself, and the whole time I just feel horrible, but I don't think to myself at the time, even though he didn't sleep with someone else, he still hurt me because he was talking to that girl with his emotions, telling her things he never told me, pretty much picturing himself with her together as a couple, and I know that sounds like I'm trying to make a reason to make it right, but but it's not right no matter the circumstances, and I know that I need, and I know that, but I need to do something to try and get back. But what do you think? Am Can I, I get a bad back person? like at him or get yes. back with okay. him? Okay. Wait, are they, so are they married or dating? She is a Leo from Rancho Cucamongo. Oh, okay, so are they married close. or dating? They're dating. They're dating. Three year, okay. three year anniversary. Three year dating. Here's here's what I'm gonna have to say. Ugh. Um, my advice to this is so he hurt your ego and your ego had sex to make up for that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and that's okay. We've all been there. I've done that. Hundred times. I've done that. Yeah. My ego has been bruised before. And the first thing I turn to is sex because I know I'm good at it and I want that validation. However, and the feeling cheating. of being like, well, you fuck somebody. So I'm going to fuck someone too, because I don't want to be the one that's sitting there not fucking anybody. Exactly. Now, but that's not it's, the way to handle it. A. Not. Yeah. But that's B. Yeah. I don't want to excuse know, the cheating. Yeah. B, you know, at the end of the day, like he hurt you. And then you also made the decision to hurt him. Now, you can't ask yourself, am I a bad person? No, you're not a bad person. You just did a shitty thing. We all do that. Like, just because you do one shitty thing doesn't make you a bad person. Now, of course, if you continue doing shitty things. You don't learn and grow from it. And you don't learn and grow from it. Then, yeah, you've got some work to do for sure. But I don't think the question is, am I a bad person? I think the question is, like, did I learn the things that I was supposed to? And am I living to my truth? If he hurt you, are you communicating that to him? If he crossed a boundary for you, are you telling him, hey, look, this isn't right. I didn't feel good about it. And I need, we need to talk through it and figure it out or I'm out. Mm -hmm. So are you honoring yourself? Are you in your values? That would be what I would ask and, you know, the way I would handle that is I would be upfront with him and be like, hey, look, I'm sorry. I know, you know, you had this conversation with her. None of the things, all of the things that you said made me feel, you know, very emotional. I got, you know, very in my head about it and I'm sorry, but I did a shitty thing and I cheated on you. And now I need to know, like, how are we going to move forward? And you need to step up to the plate, have that honesty out there and move forward and what, whatever works best. It just seems like a lot of like, I don't think you're a bad person. I just seems like a lot of just immature behavior. Yes. Um, and they are kind of young. Yeah. Like he's 25 and she's 24. Very young. Like that's, that makes sense. It's like the type of mistakes and like decisions. I mean, people can make that at any age, but especially at that age, I feel like you don't know how to control your emotions, so you act out and be certain behaviors, and you're like, wait, is this? You're kind of like testing the waters of how to like react towards things. I think yes, yeah, and like how to like manage your emotions and feel it. And I think that like we've we've all done, you know, like have made shitty mistakes similar to this, you know, in our own way. And I think that like it. My advice, and I know this is easier said than done, is like it just needs to end. It looks like there's a lot of growth that needs to happen individually. And I think if you guys are meant to be together, 
it'll happen. I think it's just better to grow separately. And if whoever you guys both become, if that matches later on in life, then there you go. You know, you could have like a healthier, more mature relationship. But it just seems like you're causing more damage than it should. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, Mm -hmm. like, just, just don't. Well, to me, it sounds like, A, if they're, you know, doing that to each other, like they're talking to other people, you know, they're, they're, there's a thrill in that. That's a, that's like, but a lot of the times, especially when you're younger, it's because A, they're not communicating their needs or what mm. they need from the other person or B, they are, you know, they do have insecurities that they're, you know, they don't know how to work through and it goes back to validation. Yeah. What I was going to say was like when you were saying that, you know, they're acting out or they're, they're reacting in this way because they don't know what to do and they're kind of testing the waters. It's because they don't know how to communicate. So if they don't know how to talk, Mm. then they, they, they revert to action. So, okay. I don't know how to tell this person that, you know, it really hurt me that they did this, or I don't know how to tell him that he really hurt me when he did this. And I saw, you know, him cheating on me and da, da, da. And so instead of talking to him about it and having that tough conversation, I just went and fed my ego and did something that I thought was going to help fix the situation. But now, but also she kind of did, she brought up like, Hey, this, happen but because he's also immature and doesn't know how to like act yeah but it sounds like they didn't really like they didn't go deep at the conversation yeah like exactly yeah Yeah. i guess there is a lack of communication for sure but like he did what like any fucking fuck boy would do be like why would you look through my phone which is Mm -hmm. like that's someone who hasn't had a, a lot of growth and it's just gaslighting you and i just think that like yeah like he again like very immature behavior like and, and but also actions a that. big piece that we needed to know is why he did it yeah he, it said here that she they had that's the conversation pretty easy to know why it's well, pretty but, easy to know why and i'll tell you what the one honestly, part he just that's just manipulative behavior i don't know that's that's a lot of healing on his I, end i guess i would have liked to have seen his reasoning because then it would have given us an indication of like where yeah. he's at he did like, it for validation the one part where he said on snapchat that he would post the two of them together and all the other girls would see it that's why he's doing it validation, validation and ego yeah, that's, that's why true. he cheated. He just needs the attention to feed his ego so that he knows that he's worthy. Very insecure. Yeah. He's so insecure. So, so he's they're not insane. making each other yeah. feel worthy. Yeah, exactly. He's insecure and it's and and, and, and no one's going to make them feel worthy because they're not yeah. th- they don't feel worthy themselves. You got to find that within so, yourself. Right. Yeah. So like he, he could Snapchat and get all the girls jealous or whatever but like that's still not gonna it's help still not him. gonna help like it it's just a band-aid right and it's yeah, just a band-aid it helps the ego for a minute but then you're back to the same old shit because you I agree heal with anything. you he, they need to end it yeah uh, they, they both need to do a lot of healing and growing before they can be in a like a serious three-year relation committed relationship exactly so that so they met when they were what 20 20 2021 yeah. yeah that's young 22 and it's, it's a tricky age. It is. And I wouldn't get into anything serious until after 26. Honestly. If I could go back and, like, yeah. look at look at life, I would be like, uh, yeah. I'm grateful that, like, I mean, yeah, I had, like, exes or whatever, but, like, I, I've never had anyone, like, super serious or long-term um, in my 20s. And I'm grateful for that because, like, I think dating around and having these little flings and all that stuff has really, like, taught me how to, like, better communicate and also like knowing my worth and like what I want and then also to see that like I don't need to just be with anyone there's always someone else you know like Mm. there's you don't need to just stay with someone just for the sake of comfort right like and I've I've also like learned so much about my independence and became so dependent on myself that like 
now if I like, I mean, thankfully Brian is amazing, but if Brian was shitty or like if I was dating a shitty guy, like I wouldn't be scared to be alone. Cause I'm like, shit, I've done it before. I'll be fine. You know? So it's yeah. like, um, I think when you're young, you got to give yourself time to grow and learn and yeah. really like discover you, you know, and put that at the forefront rather than a relationship. I mean, I got lucky. Like I had a great marriage. I had a great relationship. Mm-hmm. It was very healthy. We learned a lot and we, you know, communicated a lot, but it was like, that was luck. I think. Right. I, well, at I also a young think age. that like you, you, like everyone has their own personal journey yeah. and like your personal journey is just different. So that's, yeah. you're kind of the exception at that you know, but I feel like a lot of times, majority of times, a lot of us, you know, if you're a lot like me, I guess, like I needed to be single for so long because that was how I was going to grow. You and know? prioritize you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because um, I know, for me, like I also was from a, a serious relationship from 15 to 20 years old. Oh, wow. And like granted, like, yeah, that's like high school, very young, but it was like very serious. Like our parents like loved each other, like loved us together, like. They really like he was an amazing guy and it was very serious. Um, But he was also like, you know, he had money. I was very dependent on him. And like he always took care of me and I got very comfortable in that. And so at 20 years old, when we like broke up, I was like, shit, I'm broke. (laughs) I'm like, I don't actually I'm not balling like how he's been making me feel for like five years, you know. So it was like I had to like learn and learn how to and also like dating you know, from being from 15 to 20 years old and then now dating freshly in your 20s, like, I was so naive. So, like, I had to really learn, like, how to be mature and to know what I want and all these things. So, in conclusion, break up with him. Uh, Yeah, I think you you guys need to take time. Yeah. It's gotten messy. It's gotten out of hand. You both, you know, need to get introspective and work through your own, like, his insecurities and then you work through your kind of like ego things. I don't know. Yeah, all of this is a choice. You don't have to deal with this. Yeah. yeah. You really don't. Yeah. So like choose that for yourself to also, not deal with that. Why would a guy use like, oh, let's post pictures together together to make other girls jealous as a selling point? That is a red flag. To me, I'd be like, I'd, that is like, I'd be like, ew. I'd be like, right. I, <laughs> it's, to seem, it's to seem desirable. Well, it's to for seem actually for a girl that needs validation and a girl that's insecure, then that sounds like hella nice. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's like, but if you're, yeah, if you're not insecure, then you're like, oh boy. You're like, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah, no, it, like, he's very, he has a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, It's like, you're not a bad person. Y'all just need to heal, so. Yeah, Yeah, and being single's fun. Remember that. I know it could be shitty, but, like, honestly, being single's really fun. Now that I'm, like, in a serious relationship and with the man I want to marry eventually, like, I look back and I'm like, not that I miss it, but I'm like, I'm, I had a great time. Yeah. Like, I I have no regrets. You gotta enjoy all the chapters. I can't wait for the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Nikki and I are going to be the flower girls. The flower girls. Oh, my God. Two twins walking down just like. We're going to be like. (laughs) I actually don't want a court. Like, I just want it to be me and him. Like, no bridesmaids. No, like, extra people up there. So. I agree with that. I love that. Like, I don't even. My next next wedding is going to be an orgy. (gasps) We're going to throw condoms instead of flower petals. Oh, I love it. My parents would be so pissed. Okay. (laughs) This one. Sorry. Just making a long one just because I feel like. Oh, do you want to read it? I haven't gotten to read one yet. Love that popcorn. <laughs> she titled it "It's a Red Flag?" Question mark. I love this. Also, the last girl needed to use punctuation. Yeah, I know it's okay. I'm she really used bad at LOL instead of period. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay, 
Hi, Steph. Love the podcast. I find you on TikTok and haven't stopped listening. I'm in a dilemma. I've been with mm-hmm. my mans for almost four years. We started off as a sneaky link and had some bumps in the road, but we made it through. Flashback to 2020 on some toxic shit. I went through his text on his laptop and found out he was texting his ex. I confronted him about it, and he said it wasn't anything related to them getting back together, and it was him updating her on what's going on in his life. I was hurt, but we continued the relationship. Now we're in a better place. Live together, have talked about marriage and kids, but there's something that still haunts me. Anytime I'm coming from behind him or whenever he's on his phone, he never lets me see what he's doing. I'm not saying I'm trying to look at his phone 24-7, but I feel like your partner should be comfortable to be on their phone around you. I don't know his passcode, and he doesn't know mine. Still, he never hands me his phone to look at something. For example, if we order food, he won't hand me his phone for me to choose what I want. I'm not sure if this is a reaction due to me already going through his laptop or if this is just a red flag and something I need to confront him about. Is knowing your partner's passcode something normal in a relationship, or am I overthinking it? Help, please. She's a Virgo from Salt Lake City. Yo, phones are hard. Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. If Um, he's hiding it, yeah. Um, yeah. Here's yeah. Red flag. Okay. See, for me, because like since I'm non-monogamous and I have multiple partners, anytime I'm around my partners, I don't want them to like feel as if like my other partners are intruding on our time. Yeah. So I I don't hide anything, but I definitely like try I, to avoid hurting I, their feelings. I just like I just I'm not on my phone. But they're not non-monogamous. Yeah. Anyways, monogamous. No. Okay. In this situation, I think you should talk to him. I think <laughs> you should bring it up, and I think you should be like, hey, you know, if we're starting to talk about a more serious future together, they've been together four years. You know, if we're yeah. starting to talk about a more serious future together, you know, I'd like to discuss this a little bit more and, you know, see if, if we can get, you know, to to a place where I feel more comfortable with it. Yeah, I just feel like you definitely have a, because it's never going to go away. Like, yeah. I remember my last ex, um, he, you know, he, he was never like super straight up about like if his ex-girlfriend was still around and like if they still talk or like what even happened between them and like he would never let me like look at his phone it was all these things and it was just like very like I always just had so many questions and you know I actually oddly enough just put out an episode this week like a throwback episode when I found out he cheated but like he you know like I've had to like go on social media to find everything but pretty much just like was talking to his ex again. And I'm not saying this is what's happening, but it's like, clearly there's something that's like, he, if he's not able to be honest with you, like that's, there's a reason, there's a reason, there's yeah. a reason. Like, especially when you're his partner, they're talking about a future together. They're living like, together. They're living together. Like you're supposed to talk about your finances. You're supposed to talk about, you know, like, yeah. I mean, granted, maybe you shouldn't overshare, but something like this should be communicated. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, and one thing that we have to look at when it comes to phones and the Internet and what apps have given us is the ability to connect with people we don't know in a very superficial way. So I think it's his ex that he was talking to. So someone he knows. Yeah. But I mean, that was, she said it was a while ago. So even then it's like, you don't even know what he's doing on his yeah. phone. Maybe but like, he's out. Maybe he's but, on the, yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, maybe it's very innocent, but still I feel like it, it, the way that phone culture has become 
it's, you know, it's in a way where like, we don't, even if it's like innocent, we don't want other people to see. Yeah. So like, you never know what's going on. Because it feels very private. I yeah. get that. Yeah. I, you don't know what's going on because like at the end of like, my phone is my phone. Yes. But like, I have no issue handing my phone to Nikki. I would have no issue handing my phone to Steph. If it's people that I trust, you know, I've had no issue handing my phone to partners just to be like, hey, you know, look this up or whatever, because I know they're not going to find anything that you know, that is compromising. Right. If that's happening and I've done this too, I've been, you know, kind of hiding my phone a little bit because of, you know, I don't want the other person to see what I'm doing because yeah, it is a little bit compromising. I've been there, you know, if he's hiding his phone, just confront him. Be like, Hey, look, I noticed that you don't really let, you know, you don't really trust me around your phone and I want to know why. And I think just simply ask and see like what his answer is mm-hmm. and try to, you know, like you don't have to approach him all aggressive. No, yeah. you don't. Like, hey, you just, like, yeah. you can, it can't just come out of curiosity. It's like, hey, you know, I just want to know, like, why, why you seem to, and this is just, and you can tell him, like, hey, this is the way I'm perceiving it. So he might perceive it. He might not perceive it that way. Mm-hmm. He might be thinking, like, oh, this is completely normal. But you know, to her, she's like freaking out, right? So just simply ask him the question, hey. I notice that when I'm around or when I want to, you know, f- you know, we're ordering food, whatever, you don't let me near your phone. I just want to know why that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll play a little bit of a little bit of devil's advocate here. Like there's some people who like could talk to like for me, like I if I've once loved you. I will always love you. Even if we're not meant to be together, even if we don't talk anymore, there's always like, for me, like I still think about my high school boyfriend I was with for five years all the time. I'm like, I hope he's doing well. And I check in, you Mm -hmm. know, all this stuff. I mean, I don't text him because he's married and I don't want to like, you know, make things weird, but like, you know, like, but I still like would wonder. And and it's not because I want to get back with him. It's because like when you love somebody and you've had that love, like you're always, for me, like it doesn't I, go away. Yeah. It doesn't go away. You Same know, you, my ex, even yeah. though you've moved on, yeah, it doesn't. The feeling and the love, especially if it was them. strong, that yes, is true. Respect them. yeah. yeah. That is so true. like, so maybe in I feel like you know that's like maybe she tr- he truly was checking in with his ex. Yes, and it was just like conversation and like they recognize like we're never getting back together, but like we care about each other and we just like to check in. Right, like, that that is a possibility. Wait, right. guys, yeah. Do you guys want to be real right now? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's be All real. Right, hold on. Even though you're my only friend is you on this I know, app. yeah. <laughs> I think it's you and Brian and like a fan I have. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Said that to me. But yeah. Um No, I agree. And so it's it, I think it's it's worth the approach is going to be everything. Instead of being like, hey, you used to text your ex and that weirded me out and now you keep hiding your phone and like, I want to know if you're still texting her. That is not the approach. Instead, right. like Amy said, go at it from like a, you know, hey, I noticed these patterns in the way that you act around your phone. I want to know or understand, you know, why that is. Like, do you not trust me? Is there something you're uncomfortable with? And if so, I'd like to discuss it and mm-hmm. I'd like to understand your perspective rather than be presumptuous about it and assume anything. Yeah, and like, let's say, like, he is just like, kind of, you know, goes through the same thing with us. It's like, we're still going to care about people we loved in the past, even though we don't see a future with them. Like, you know, I, I mean, I communicate with that with Brian all the time. Like, this is how I love and I still care about Morgan. I still, you know, love all my exes. It doesn't mean I want to get back with them, but it's like that that's just how I love, you know? So 
and like he gets that he trusts me because like I'm honest about that and it's not I'm not hiding anything and like it's you know and also because I talk about my exes a lot on the show because it's just what we do you know um he he, like he's okay with that because he knows it's like he 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 knows how I love because he sees how I am with him and that I'm not I'm not hiding anything I'm honest about every feeling you know and so yeah like I think that like if this is something that her boyfriend is you know like it is the same way as me because I also understand that like it could be awkward to express that to somebody Mm -hmm. like I think that like first a long time like I used to never say that out loud because I'm like I don't want people to still think that like I want to get back with them yeah Yeah. but it's like no like as I've gotten older have love for them yeah I'm like no this is this is how I love like I will always care and have love and like will support you know I'm the same way I'm the same way and I get like I still talk to my ex all the time and I think and I tell my current partners that I talk to him and they all know and everything. But yeah, sometimes like it, I, like I remember the other day I was like telling one of my partners, I'm like, you know, I'm like reiterating to him, like, I don't want to get back together with my ex. Like I moved on and I understand we're on different paths, but like, I still care about him and yeah. want a friendship and everything. But like, that doesn't mean I want to get back together with him. And, you know, but like, I was explaining that out of like my own, like kind of, you know, like you were saying, like sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to tell people because then they're going to I don't want that. them to take the yeah, wrong exactly. way. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I was just, I was trying to like compensate for it by like explaining it to him when really like that was just like for myself anyway right but also it's because it's like we back it up with actions right like we're we're also not being shady about things we also like mean what we say you know so I think that like uh, you know like actions speak louder than words so he could say what he says but if he's if he's showing you as well too that like he cares I don't this doesn't mean anything to me whatever it is like um, but I think it's worth having a conversation and just like being open minded if, you know, letting him allow that space to be like, if you do care about someone like, you know, just having that conversation very open and just not judge each other until yeah. it's, you know. And guys, yeah. at the end of the day, like, just be honest, like, just be honest. Yeah. It will save you a lot of so trouble. much time. It will, yeah, you're not going to be wasting any time. If, yeah, I think just at the end of the day, what's most important is that. You just be honest, like, hey, yeah, sorry, been talking my ex because I actually really care about her and I want to make sure she's doing okay. It reminds me of this one quote that I heard one time and it was like, life is a lot easier when you don't have to keep track of the lies you've told to someone. Exactly. Like, if you're just open and honest and like, yep. it's just so much easier. It makes everything so much easier because you're not like questioning shit, you know? Yep. yep. And so. All right. Plug ourselves. Plug it. Add double, Add double pod- podcast, podcast on IG. Hopefully. And TikTok. <laughs> yes. Our website, doubleteampodcast.com. We'll have all the relevant links. Yep. Yes. We and love then, you. Oh, we love you too. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Bye. Bye. Love you. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, broke, girl, girl, therapy. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.